Hey, so before we get started, I wanted to talk to you guys about Disney Plus. Now, I know by now you've probably heard about Disney Plus, the new streaming service that includes Disney, Pixar, Marvel, Star Wars, and National Geographic. With all these amazing brands in one place, Disney Plus has one of the most incredible libraries in the entire streaming landscape, and it's all ad-free. From classics like Snow White to today's blockbusters like Captain Marvel and Avengers Endgame, the content on Disney Plus is truly unparalleled. And if all that isn't enough, Disney Plus even has originals like The Mandalorian, the first live-action Star Wars series. So don't miss out. Go and sign up today and start streaming and tell them Hayes sent you. This is a coordinated activity happening across this nation. And so we are in a state of emergency. Black people are dying in a state of emergency. We cannot look at this as an isolated incident. The reason why buildings are burning are not just for our brother George Floyd. We're, they're burning down because people here in Minnesota are saying to people in New York, to people in California, to people in Memphis, to people all across this nation, enough is enough. Of course, these actions are against the law. Of course, they're not what we want to see. But we in the majority cannot allow ourselves to be corrupted by toxic talk about the correct way to express that pain. You can't simplify it to the point of a false equivalence that puts some insured buildings on equal footing with an apparently never-ending pattern of dead, black, young men at the hands of those who are supposed to protect them. Well, they, they, they've already lit things on fire so far, Chris. They lit a police car on fire at about 8 o'clock that was just, uh, you know, still smoldering. They've lit signs on fire. Uh, you know, I mean, this, this is a crowd that came to confront police. They're angry. And we can't underscore, you know, on the cursory level, you see the violence that is happening and then unfolding right in front of our cameras. They're here under the premise because a black man was killed by police. They want to hold police accountable. Their message, however, has taken a violent tone here. Chaos filled Minneapolis streets for a fourth night. Not even the first night of an 8 o'clock curfew could prevent it. Crowds followed the National Guard down Lake Street, continuing through tear gas. They marched on after about an hour, heading to their next stop. For many, that was Minneapolis's fifth precinct. Hundreds filled the streets around the building just one night after they burned down the third precinct. No law enforcement to be seen around 11 o'clock, but that soon changed. I think America must see that riots do not develop out of thin air. Certain conditions continue to exist in our society, which must be condemned as vigorously as we condemn riots. But in the final analysis, a riot is the language of the unheard. What is it that America has failed to hear? It has failed to hear that the plight of the Negro poor has worsened over the last few years. It has failed to hear that the promises of freedom and justice have not been met. And it has failed to hear that large segments of white society are more concerned about tranquility and the status quo than about justice, equality, and humanity. This is America. Don't catch you slipping now. 
catch you slipping now. Look what I'm whipping now. This is America. Don't catch you slipping now. Don't catch you slipping now. Look what I'm whipping now. This is America. Don't catch you slipping now. Look how I'm living now. Police be tripping now. Yeah, this is America. Guns in my area. I got the strap. I gotta carry him. Yeah, yeah, I'ma go into this. Yeah, yeah, this is Gorilla. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Uh, I know that intro was a bit long, um, but hopefully you understand why I really wanted to get as much of um, to kind of capture the real tone of what's going on. Um, and I know I ended it with a um, a part of a uh, Dr. Martin Luther King speech. And I want to do point out because I know people who are going to listen to it, if they already know the full speech or if they go and check it out, he does say in there that he does not condone riots. He doesn't agree with them. He doesn't think that they're effective. Um, but I really wanted to highlight the portion in which he says that riots are um, reactions of the unheard, right? Um, because I really think that that's what you see going down, um, is that a lot of people are reacting because we're tired of being um, unheard. We're tired of things going the way that they've been going. And so people are now responding with riots, with protest. And I'm kind of of two minds with it. Um, and we'll get into it a little bit more in the discussion topic and I'll kind of break it down how I feel about the riots and um, and everything that's going on. Um, uh, but, you know, I I would be remiss if I didn't say that I I understand why people are just upset. And it's not just black people like white people are. This is some of the most I've seen, like white people show up to riots and be boisterous. Like there was a scene in news where a guy was in it like this wouldn't be going on if you guys just stop killing uh, African-Americans and. You know, it, it's it's a lot to break down. We'll get into it. Um, I know I kind of just hopped right in there. I'm the host, CEO Hayes. This is the Awakened Soul Podcast. If you don't know, um, if this is your first time checking us out, you can go ahead and follow us at Awakened Soul Pod or at the Awakened Soul Pod. You can follow me uh, personally at CEO Hayes. That's C-E-O-H-A-I-Z-E. We've got a great show planned for you guys this week. We're going to be discussing, um, of course, uh, the riots, kind of the timeline of everything that's going on. Um, and this one, I didn't know if I wanted to touch on it or, or not, um, but I was requested because somebody um, said that my voice is needed uh, behind this. And I, and I do need to, you know, to speak on it. And apparently, you know, it was actually more than one person that said that part. Um, and, you know, I, I really do appreciate the people respect my voice, the people look for me to speak out to things like this, because when I started this platform, I would have never um never really thought that that's kind of the level we get to. I mean, I mean, I did start it because I did do have opinions on things. I'm very opinionated and I wanted to get uh, those out there. But, you know, now that people, uh, when things go down, people actually look forward to hearing what my take is on stuff. It's just, it's really kind of mind blowing. So um, what we're going to do, I know we had a long ass intro. So um, I think this week we are, we are going to have the end of mine. Hey, segment, we're going to have the discussion topic, but um we're not going to get into our normal intro. Um, I've kind of battled back and forth and you're hearing me work through this. Like, do I want to just jump into it? Um, do I want to still have the show segmented? Is this my time to just rant? Um, but we're going to we're going to get into a musical break because that's what we do. We, we set the tone. Um, you're going to uh, take a little break. We're going to get into our intro. When we come out of that, we're going to get into my, the end of my Hayes segment where I'll be discussing uh, some things with social media and as it uh, pertains to one Donald Trump. 
Um, and so, yeah, we're going to go ahead and break all that down. Uh, we'll be right back after this. I kind of want that I want to really start off with this um in during this in the minor hay segment is that it finally happened right we finally saw Donald Trump get censored on social media I think it was two tweets if I'm not mistaken it was the when the uh looting starts the shooting starts one and then when he labeled a bunch of people thugs both of those tweets got taken down and as Donald Trump is one to do he gets reactive right and so um, now we have this this social media executive order that that he uh, is attempting to get down. Um, and here's the thing. Right. Um, with this social media thing, and, and it's referred to as Section 230. Um, and it's one of those things that it kind of um, allows it's part of like social media to not be held liable Um for things that third parties post on on social media. So they're trying to repeal that back. And the funny thing that with this is, is that Donald Trump has been one of the most notorious people for saying stupid ass shit on social media, like since even before his fucking campaign. Um, and so for now that he finally got censored and Twitter kind of slapped him on the wrist. Now, all of a sudden, we're getting the social media ban. This is exactly the type of stuff that is not one um that uh, that I feel like it, this is this is him not being leader. This is him continuing being divisive. He's that kid who, um, when he when he lost the game, he took his ball away and, and went home when everybody was playing on the court. Like he's a punk ass motherfucker to just boil it and whittle it down to just layman's terms. The thing is, is that for you to to now want to remove certain legal protections that social media sites have when. Part of the whole reason you are in office is you are able to use the social media trends. You you use Twitter very well. You got people to rally behind you. And it's one. It's just it's really idiotic. And it's so apparent of what he's doing. He got limited. He got embarrassed a little bit. And now he wants to come down on social media uh, sites. Like the thing is, is that, you know, is this going to go through? I don't think it is. Um, I don't I don't think it's going to stick where do things have happened. So if it does stick, I wouldn't be as surprised. But the thing is, is like, really, when we sit here and we look at this and we look at this office and we look at, like I say, Trump's actions more so than anything. When we talk about saying things that are just downright stupid, offensive um, and that have been protected by like it just being free speech. You are one of the biggest benefactors of that. So now that you're trying to repeal that back because you got slapped on the wrist it's idiotic and then another thing with this whole thing is and you know i don't want to say um and make it seem like 
I'm not happy that they pulled down some of his tweets because I think it's a wake up call that he may need and that some people may need who follow his lead. But at the same time, I, I personally know creatives, podcasters in this space that have had their accounts suspended, deleted um, and everything else for saying things way less offensive than we've gotten from Donald Trump on damn near a daily basis at one point or another. Um and so yeah, it's just one of those things that it's like really this this is the route that we're going with it. This is this is this is what you want to do. You you're you're now because you got your your hand slapped, now all of a sudden it's these sanctions against social media on on removing protection. So now you want these social media basically what he wants to happen for anyone who doesn't quite get or has hasn't followed it uh all the way. This law this provision has been around since nineteen ninety six. And that's before social media and online platforms were as huge as what they are now. But um, basically, he wants to be able to legally go after people who say certain things. Well, not, let me not say he, but it's removing the protections that people that that uh, these websites have uh, for things that people say on it. Now, that can be good. That can be bad. We've seen before social media sites limit certain opinions or censor certain opinions that don't align with where they are politically aligned. And and that's a whole nother debate for a whole nother day. Me and Andrew Bello actually got into it on an episode of The Awakened Soul. Um, So check that out. I'm not I'm at a struggle to remember exactly what episode that was. It's been so long since Bello's been on, which we may have to we may have to fix that, especially in lights of what's going on. Um. But the thing that with this, too, that I, that I think um, that, you know, Silicon Valley is going to get involved every, every it's going to be this could affect a lot of people if it does end up going through. Um, and so turning this into a political thing now of all times, uh, I really think that you you kind of start seeing the cracks in Trump's armor. Maybe that's just my opinion. And that's another thing that I want to talk about during this segment is that now i've 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 been one of the people who have very boisterously said that i don't think that there's a way or any candidate who's going to get trump out of office in this election that was before this um if there still is an election which we'll talk about at another day because there's a chance that they may be able to push the election back but we'll, we'll talk about that um but the thing now is is that with this happening and this is one of those things trump has been a divisive president since he's been in office before he got in office um so now that this is happening and we're seeing people unify and and are tired of the division they're tired of the racism they're tired of just what's going on out in the world right now they're tired of situations popping up in which this is the case is this now is this what we need now for people to rally behind and us to get trump out of office he needs to watch what he does and I think the the things that we've seen that have kind of gone under under the rug, so to say, um, for the most part, um, in a time like this where people are rioting, where people are, are getting shot with rubber bullets, where like you have so much imagery out there that is perfectly, perfectly situated for people to use um, of, of why this man is not a leader at all and why he does play into the race games. And, you know, with him tweeting what he tweets and saying what, what he says, um, is this now going to be what can finally get people, enough people tired of and on the same page to get Trump out of office? I think he needs to watch himself very closely there. Because the one thing that, that I will say, and I'm not going to just lay it at Trump, that the government in general does is they want to divide us. This is not up for discussion. This is not like they want us to be divided. When you look at the way that, that certain news, all major news outlets almost 
cover certain things, it's very obvious that while they don't, they probably don't want riots. Some probably do because they can use it to say, look at what these thugs are doing, X, Y, Z. But they do want the racial tension and the divide to feel like it's us versus them. They want the white people to feel like it's us versus black people. They want the black people to feel like it's us versus white people. They want the Latins to feel the same thing. Like they when you want that divide so that way you can you can divide and you can determine or try to manipulate how people feel off things by using race as a factor and using certain injustices and things that we feel as a factor. So they want us divided. So now if if we do get on the same page, that's not what they want. So this has a chance to blow back in a way that they don't really want. And it's not going to be effective for mainstream media. So when you look at this, is this is this can this bring us together enough? There's a chance of it. I don't want to say like it's for sure now, but I will say that right now, especially with the way that Trump is handling this, my opinion on him not just automatically basically being reelected is is wavering some i'm starting to see a path in which trump isn't reelected, even with the biden comments even with all that um if biden's campaign tour is smart which they have they have been who he picks as his vice president is almost is hugely tantamount at this point if he is to choose a black vice president who is very boisterous on stuff like this. And if it's a woman on top of that, there is a solid, solid chance that this race may not be as much of a wash for Trump as it looks like it's going to be. So, um, and I don't want to just make this political. We'll in the, in the main discussion part, we'll, we'll, we'll stay focused on the riots and talk about the racial aspect and everything. But I, I just, I didn't want to go without it because I think like, of course, a lot we've all we all saw that that Trump, you know, got and, you know, we celebrated and those of us who have who got been tired of him on social media. We did our little celebration and our ha ha ha. But I really wanted to point out the fact that this could be the start of things crumbling down around him. Now, like I said, it has to be almost a perfect storm. I still think overall right now, right now, Trump is going to be reelected. But I'm starting to see where a door can open to a path that doesn't lead to that. It's all in like, it's all in the, the, the thing. The funny thing is about the man is that he can't stay out of his own way. So if it goes the way that I think it's going, it's going, there's a chance. It's still not going to be for sure. Can't say that would never say that. That'd be asinine to say, because more than likely Trump is going to be reelected. But as we start seeing the, the things crumble around him and his psyche in, in a situation like this, in a high intensity situation like this, we can start seeing him crumble because he's not prepared for, for, for like this. He's, he's the person who gets out in front of it. He's the front runner. But as tensions continue to rise, you just never know. You just never know. So um, that's it for, for my dark and twisted, crazy ass mind this week. Um, again, this episode, for those who are listening, it's not going to be a lot of laughs in this episode. Um, it's it's just not. Um, and so this is going to be one of those episodes that are tough to listen to, especially in the discussion topic. I want to go ahead and warn you guys now. I am going to more than likely get extremely passionate in this discussion topic this week. Um, and so if you're not one, if you're kind of over it, then this may not be the episode for you, but uh, we'll see. We're going to go ahead. We're going to get into a break. You're going to hear from another Breaks Media podcast and some music. And on the other side of that, we'll get into the main discussion topic today where we're going to kind of break down 
um, why racial tensions are so high right now and and why people need to just stay aware. What's up, everybody? This is Dan, a.k.a. Dan on Drugs. And I am Afro Becky, a.k.a. Afro Becky. And we are the Black Law and Legal Lies podcast, podcast, a weekly legal podcast for the culture. Each week, we have conversations with our co-host, Anne, a licensed and practicing slash ratchet ass attorney, as well as myself, a rehabilitated criminal and our lovely esteemed moderator, Afro Becky. Most of our topics are legal in nature and we discuss them in a relatable way. We release new episodes every Tuesday. Yo, you can find us anywhere podcasts are available. Or you can find us on social media at Black Law Podcast. So check us out. Or don't. Hey. What? Sometimes people do like the opposites. All right. So we're back in the main discussion topic for this week's episode. And um, I kind of wanted to I want to talk about some of the riots. Um, not necessarily just that. I want to talk because people will ask, especially our white counterparts, well, why are people so angry? Why do you like, again, I want to make sure that I point out, I don't agree with looting and rioting personally. I understand it, but it's not something that I would ever suggest or a route that I would go with things. As you guys know here, I'm very, um, I like to call myself an intellectual, but I'm very much so on the bandwagon of conversation, standing up, using politics the correct way. Um, but I want to say, while this isn't a route I would lead people to go, it is a route that I fully understand why people feel like this is this is what needs to happen, why people are so tense with what they're go and, and what they're feeling and why people are just fed the fuck up. So we're gonna get into a timeline, right? I'm just gonna go back to 2015. So this is this is last five years basically. July 13th, 2015, Sandra Bland is found hung in her cell or hanged. Not sure how you're supposed to say it. Um, after dash cam shows her arrest. That's 2015, 2016 in Minnesota. Um, Philandro Castile is shot during a traffic stop in which he was not driving and did not commit a crime. Still in 2016. July 5th, 2016, in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, officer shoots 37-year-old Alton Sterling as he lays down on the ground and is already restrained by officers. Still in 2016, August 1st, 2016, um, after uh, police or authorities got uh, Facebook and Instagram to shut down a live feed, live feed of corn gains and a standoff with the police, um, the officers burst in her home and shot her dead as she holds her son in her arms. No one is convicted of a crime in that case either. September 16th, 2016, Tulsa, Oklahoma. Betty Shelby shoots Terrence Crutcher and is acquitted of first-degree manslaughter. March 18th, 2018, in Sacramento, 23-year-old uh, Stephen Clark is shot eight times. No one was charged in his death. September 6, 2018, Amber Geiger walks in the home of Botham Jean and shoots him dead. She's convicted of murder, though, in this case, for 10, up to 10 years in prison. October 12, 2019, in Fort Worth, Texas, Aaron Dean shoots 
Atiana Jefferson, Atitana, I, I never say her, her name right, Jefferson, um, through the window, killing her. Dean is fired and charged with murder. February 23rd, 2020. Ahmed Arbery is killed after uh, vigilantes chase him down. Um, and no one was arrested for two months up until uh, uh, after his, his death. March 13th, 2020 in Louisville, Kentucky. Jonathan Mattenly, Brett Hackinson, and Miles Crossgrove entered the apartment of 26-year-old Breonna Taylor to serve a no-knock warrant on her boyfriend and shoot her dead. No one has been charged in her in her death yet. May 25th, 2020. George Floyd kneels on the is 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 held down basically by his neck and knee to the back of his neck for eight minutes and 46 seconds. Two minutes and 53 seconds of that were after he was already unconscious. He dies. Uh, as of right now, I think the last thing the coroner says that this, uh, asphyxiation was not a cause in his death. We'll talk about that, too. May 27th, 2020, Minneapolis residents say F all this shit. And now we lead to where we are now with riots across the country. That is just a breakdown of the last, what I say, five years. Five years, a little less than five years, actually, because I think what the first case that I gave was in July 2015. And I just cut it off from there because I needed a cutoff point. We could easily go back to riots in 1919. We can go back to the slaughter of Black Wall Street. We can. We, there's so many times in which you can point out. And there's something that I talked about in mentality, something that we talked about before. We have an inherent genetic, generational PTSD that's passed down in our culture. For black people. So just think about that. When you sit there and you say you don't understand why a group of people are so fed the fuck up, listen to what I just said. And those are just major cases. You're right. Those are the ones that, that have gotten the most press. Those are the ones who've gotten the most mainstream media attention. There's probably hundreds of more cases that we can pull out if we sit there and decided to just weed out every case of police death in questionable means, questionable situations of young black people. And then you sit there and you wonder why we're so upset. You sit there and you wonder why we're, we're rioting. Like I said, again, I don't agree. I don't personally think that that's the route that I would go. But if you don't understand it, and then you look at how now, even in a time where we're high tension, right? Even in a time where we're frustrated, you sit, people sit there and wonder why we're so, we're so distrusting when you have, I believe it was in Dallas, Texas, a situation in which... They knew people were going to be protesting and a random pallet of bricks pops up. No construction in the area. No reason why people are in, are, are pushing this forward and are prov being provocateurs and trying to get this to escalate even further than what it is. And and like 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 and, and it's so obvious. And thank God people are waking up to the to, to it now. Like there's, there's situations like I said, the thing with the pallet of bricks. Then there was another situation in which people are. It was a group of um, a group of people, uh, and I, uh, some some of them were in the car. Another one was out, and um, they were asked, like, "Hey, are you with are you with are you undercover cop?" No, I'm I'm with CNN. He immediately went over to his people and were like, "Hey, are you guys undercover cops?" And the the other ones kind of looked around, and was like, well, "Are you guys members of CNN?" And they were like, "No." And and his friend just said that they were part of CNN. They were part of the news. You you have these. These undercover cops who are there waiting and instigating things that are going on. So when you tell us that we don't have a reason to be distrustful, hell, we're, we got to be distrustful even when we are rioting. 
even when we are doing shit, there's still people there to try to push it forward and, and make it happen and escalate even more than what it would be. You can't sit here and turn the blind eye to what the fuck is going on. And that's why, like, people... I hope you guys are paying attention to your celebrities, the, the, the celebrities that you guys herald so much and look up to and they're your, your moral compass, the, the ones that have been quiet on this, the brands that have been quiet on this. When you look at a system that is inherently built for us not to succeed and then wonder why we get fed up, well, not only can we not succeed, but we have to worry about holding on to our lives. And, and it, every, at every step of this, Every time another young black man, woman loses their life and it's on videotape, we've inched closer and closer and closer to this. And like I said, I, like I said in the in the Minor Hayes segment, I want to make sure that I point out they want us to be divided and they're doing a damn good job at it. We do at some point have to come together. We do. If we want to make real change happen at some point, we're going to have to try to bridge some of these gaps and come together. But at the same time, we can't do that if you sit on your hands and you're quiet when lives are being lost, but you're very boisterous when you got tired of a football game getting interrupted by Neely. Let's make that make sense. And hell, one thing that I point out all the time, Don't Fuck With Cats, which is a great documentary on Netflix, by the way, a group of people got so upset when they saw a cat get murdered on the internet, that they they found this man. The police couldn't find him. FBI, I think, was involved, couldn't find him. But a Facebook group, a group of people on Facebook, pinpointed this where this man was down to the building in the background. But yet, when a young black person loses their life, it comes and goes unless we we make it known and we're very loud about it. That's the inherent issue that people are frustrated and tired of. Where the life of a cat upsets more people than black men losing their lives until it gets to this point. Let's just think about that. And again, I don't say that to divide us. I say that so people can realize these inherent biases and we can do something about it. Because just sitting around and not talking about it isn't. Isn't going to do shit. When people don't understand and they and they want to look more at the results of what's happening than the issue that is a problem for me. And, I, and I've said it. I've, I've, for those of you who follow me on social media, I went on a rant because people, as, as someone who has my father's white, people ask all the time, like, how do you feel about this? What, what's this situation? What's your family like? And there's a reason why you don't see me fuck with them. And I'll leave that at that. I'm not going to put family business out. But there's a reason why, other than my father, who does speak out on shit like this, that you don't see me really fuck with many other people on that side of my family. But let's stay focused on what else is going on like netflix uh i'm gonna read a tweet from netflix to be silent is to be complicit black lives matter we have a platform and we have a duty to our black members employees creators and talent to speak up nike i think had an ad up within like 24 hours um and you know i've 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 come down on nike before because i think sometimes they try to jump on bandwagons but story for another day <sighs> we need solidarity we need to come together. This is a time where the people who are speaking out, um, uh, what Chris Evans, um, uh, and I'm sorry, I'm at a loss. It was somebody else as well, um, spoke out as well. This is this is a time where, yes, we need to call out the, the biases that other races have to where they don't understand the plight of what we're going through. But we also need 
Two, appreciate the ones that are using their platform, using their stage to stand up stars as well. Another tweet from stars. We cannot stand silent while our black communities continue to suffer under the weight of violence, discrimination and injustice. Color of Change and the NAACP are among the organizations taking the lead in the fight for racial justice in America. We support them in their mission, and you can too. Visit uh, colorofchange.org and NAACP.org to donate. Ava DuVernay, definitely, you know, she's had deals with with Netflix, and she's going to be doing more work with them. And she commented, well done on their thing. Um, Black Lives HBO. Uh, also, with their with their quote, we stand with our black colleagues, employees, fans, actors, and storytellers. Hulu's come out and said something as well. We need to make sure, like these are the companies now. I know they're talking about a blackout on July seventh um, of, of not purchasing any money, and you know if you do that, hats off to you, support it. Um, but at the same time, when you when now we're, we're as we're looking to go forward and we're looking to who we're going to put our money into and what we're going to support, this is the time. This is the time. LeBron, I and you guys know, I as a, a player, I'm not one a, a supporter of LeBron, but when it comes to social issues, when it comes to basically everything else other than basketball, I I love LeBron James because he always speaks out on stuff like this. And and at the same time, I'm going to be the one who says it in this community if no one else has. For all my podcasters, for all my creatives in our Potter family, for the ones who so often are fine talking about social media and TV and what's going on on uh, love and hip hop and basketball wives, if that's even still a thing, and you and you don't have a fucking voice on this, I'm not fucking listening to you anymore. Like I said, I understand the point of not wanting on your platform to talk about it, depending on what type of content you cover. But at the same time, you have a platform. If you're not speaking out on it, you get held to the same regard as white people who are being silent on this, in my opinion. That's that's that that's the route I'm going with it. I don't give a fuck if your skin color is the same as mine. If you are quiet and you sit down on this and you don't have anything to offer to a real situation, but you're the first one on the timeline being messy, fuck you. That's for me. Now, let's talk about the other aspect of this. The looting and robbing um, going down that's affecting black businesses. This is part of the reason why I don't, why I say that uh, rioting, well, not rioting, but looting is not necessarily a thing that I would go for is because it also affects us. And a lot of times we loot in our own communities, right? Um, And it affects us in the long run. And so that's part of the reason why I don't, I don't know if there's some type of way for us to mark the black businesses so they aren't affected if people are going to be looting and rioting and throwing bricks through windows because, you know, we have people who are now losing their life savings, what they built up to, what they saved to, um, to this, to a cause that is ultimately meant to help better their situation. So, you know, I think that um, that's, that's just one of the reasons why I look at it. And again, that's that's not going to happen all the time, I, and I and I understand that. I'm not, I don't want to act like this is a situation that that is going that is very common that we sit there and, and limit other black businesses. But I really do want us to to take a look at that as well. Like, um, and that's why I say there is protest. I'm all for. That's one thing. Uh, when I think of the word riot, I think of like fighting and and like I said, throwing bricks through things and damaging property and X Y Z. And like I say, I understand it, but. We also need to understand that when we do that blindly, 
that we're affecting our own businesses as well and our own communities as well. And, you know, sometimes I think, too, um, and this is something that, that that we've seen, that there was actually, like, in, in one case, I believe, I believe it was in, I don't, don't get me to lie, I don't remember what city it was in, I've been watching so much stuff, but there was evidence and video of the first person to start breaking down a window was a white guy and of course the news wouldn't say that um won't say that because of course they're just going to lump it as black people are rioting they threw windows and xyz but it was like again that escalation we need to stay stay alert and make sure that in our anger in our desire to cause change we are not allowing ourselves to be used as tools that are ultimately going to help or i mean hurt us through narratives that mainstream media wants to take you got you to gotta look at, at stuff like this. There are per, people who are being provocateurs in this case um, and everything else. Now, one thing that I do want to talk about um, is the medical report. Um, give me a second to get that pulled up um, because I think one of the things that are go- that's that, you know, like in my city, there was a curfew um, planted in my in my city. Uh, last night it was from 10 p.m to 6 a.m and i think personally that was because that medical examiner's report came out um in the george floyd case um and they were worried oh shit people are going to really be fucking upset now and you're goddamn right um i'm I'm pulling it up now Uh, excuse me i know this isn't greatest podcasting uh or viewers for the ones who are watching on youtube to see me to pull something up i apologize i didn't have this up already um all right so what we have here um during the preliminary findings um the county medical examiner's office determined that george floyd likely died from a combination of underlying health issues being restrained by police and any potential intoxicants that were in his system and said so there were no there was no physical evidence that he died of asphyxia or strangulation um strangulation god damn i just make up words i get that from my mom she makes up words all the time um and so the attorney that uh they are going to be going with a independent medical examiner uh for another autopsy um and what i want to say in a case like this you see them laying down and i'm a bit of a conspiracy theorist so um and if you want to listen to more listen to the infinite fringe that's my good friend uh billy ray valentine but um what i do want to say on this is that they're laying the groundwork for the police officer in this case to get away scot-free that's absolutely what i feel and what i think i'd like to separate the facts from my feelings my feelings and thoughts so what i want to say is my thoughts on is the fix is in Anyone who's a boxing or wrestling fan, they know what that means. The fix is in, meaning they are laying the groundwork to completely pull the wool over our eyes and for this motherfucker to get off. That's my personal feeling on this. The facts in this, however, they really don't differentiate from my thoughts very much. But when you see video evidence of the knee being to the back of his neck, I said earlier, he was unconscious for almost three minutes before it was taken off of his neck. So when you sit there and you have this, medical report that now says that he actually didn't die from asphyxiation he died from a combination of other things to me you're just giving you're giving them uh the defense their their defense right you're giving the 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 cop and whoever is going to be his lawyer their defense to say that he actually does not need to go to jail for murder and then they wonder why we're so fucking upset they wonder that right it's bullshit in my opinion again that's my opinion this is complete and utter bullshit but this continues. This is going to continue the divide. This is going to continue us being upset. And right, it's like, can you imagine 
how bad it's going to be when this cop's trial, even if it's a year from now, however long it is from now, if he gets a not guilty verdict and what this country is going to look like at that point, just think about it. Just think about it. It's it's fucking wild is what it is. It's crazy. Um, it's disheartening. It's saddening. Um, even to be the, can you imagine being that family? And, you know, now like stuff's coming out that, that he possibly done porn. Like, like I said, the fix is in, they are coming through and they're going to start coming with all types of wild information from his past and everything to try to cast doubt on why maybe he wasn't the most innocent person in the world. Just think about that. It's shit's crazy, man. It's, it, it really fucking is. It's wild. And it's, it's crazy. So another thing that I want to talk about uh, with this, right? And again, this goes into my conspiracy theorist side. So this may be something that you guys may agree with or may not. Um, we were in a uh, status of quarantine, right? Um, there are stay home orders. Uh, we're in the middle of a pandemic. Uh, everything's going on uh, with that on top of. So when you look at people losing their jobs, people being stuck at home. So now they're consuming more media, probably more than likely. Um, then something like this happens. People are already scared of how they're going to feed, what, when the world's going to go back to normal. They're nervous about if they may get sick in the pandemic, uh, money, family, possibly where they're going to be able to continue living. When you throw all that into it and add racial, racism is like the salt on top of it, right? Like you sprinkled a little, they sprinkled a little racism on it and it just, everything is now just this perfect storm of bullshit. But my question that I want to ask on this, right, and this is this is for all my people who don't think that coronavirus is a real thing. We've now had riotings. We've had hundreds of people grouped together. If there's not a spike in coronavirus after this shit, what's that going to make you think, right? <laughs> because we just got done with, like, social distancing is the law right now. But people are definitely breaking that for this. Now, again, um, I'm a bit of a conspiracy theorist. I'm not as big as some people in in the in the alternative media uh, space are, but it makes you think, right? Because if there's not a huge spike on it after this, then all this shit was bullshit. But again, that's just me getting into my own personal thoughts and crazy shit that I think about on a day to day basis. Um, but yeah, um, it's just it's going to be an interesting summer, <laughs> and I hate using the 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 uh, phrase is going to be a hot summer but it really really fucking is like we got we really have to be intentional on how we move we got to be intentional on what we speak we got to call the shit out i'm not saying that we don't need to um speak out speak loudly speak proudly speak intelligently on the, on what you think and feel and call the shit out we've had Amish people come out against it. Witches come out uh, in 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 support of black people. Batman showed up somewhere. Like it was it was it was fucking crazy. And I tried to you know I said that to, to try to light the mood before we go. <coughs> Sorry to lighten the mood some before we we go home. But it's serious, man. This shit is real, and you have to pay attention. You have to pay attention and 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 look at what the media is doing to help continue this divide. Um, and I'm glad that like, at least on my timeline, I've seen like when people, when, uh, certain outlets, um, depicted wrong, like we had the, the woman in the wheelchair who wasn't actually crippled. She actually stabbed people too. Like people were actually calling it out and speaking on it and not just black people. Um, that those are the times that it does make you see that there, that we can work together. There are people who are tired of this, who aren't just black. And I'm glad for those people. I'm glad that they're speaking out, but at the same time, 
This is this is something that we've had to live. The inherent PTSD of the African American is something that people, unless you're in it, you like you won't understand it, and it's hard to explain. But it's that generational PTSD that is in that lives in us that is that is inherent into the way that we live and we have to operate. And when you see situations like this, when the shit just keeps going and keeps going and keeps going, it's going to continue. It's going to continue. We have to continue to call this shit out. Um, again, for anyone who who's like wanting to see uh, alternative media from mainstream media from this, Political is a website I go to a lot. Above Top Secret is a web, website I go to a lot. Um, and this thing is going to continue to spread more than likely. Um, you know, the Atlanta mayors come out and said, if you love the city, go home. Um, and I get that to a certain degree. I understand there's going to be a lot of trying to calm it down right now to let the fires die down, you know, in, in, in real, real life and, and, you know, the, the metaphorical, uh, fires, but, um, it's, it's going to be a tough week ahead, at least, at least, um, other countries are seeing this and speaking out now. Um, yeah, it's, it's going to continue to get real. It's going to continue to get real for anyone who's like participated in a protest, participated in the riot um i'd love to hear from you um uh you can contact us the waking soul pod at gmail.com we also have a phone number you can leave a voicemail you can um text us it's uh 614-547-2039 is the uh is the line number you can like i said text voicemail you can call i may even surprise you and answer um but this is just I, I wish and I hope that everyone stays as safe as possible through these times. Um, keep your kids and your family safe. And this is a time where as black men, we need to be talking to ourselves. We need to be doing that anyway. But if this doesn't wake you up and make you realize how you need to to talk to your sons and your daughters and just get your kids prepared. Sometimes we have to it sucks because we have to burst that bubble of oblivion for them and let them know what it really is. And we are in one of those times, unfortunately. So, um, like I said, I love to hear from you guys. Um, I know I got a little a bit fired up. I'm sorry if I if I popped your eardrums because I know I probably got loud and, and passionate there for a second. Um, but again, if you want to follow the podcast, you can do so at Awaken So Pod or at The Awaken So Pod. You can also send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns. Uh, the Awaken So Pod at gmail.com. You can follow me at CEO Hayes at CEO H A I Z E. Make sure you go to the Breaks Media Network.com as well, where you can find this podcast as well as all the podcasts that are part of our lovely and passionate network. Um, that's it. This has been the Awakened Soul, the number one podcast, period, point blank. I will see you lovely and beautiful people next week if I don't do a midweek follow-up, just depending on what all happens. But that's it. I'm out. Peace. New bridges must be built because in the minds of the majority of our people today, Africa is too far away. So the only way you and I can point them in that direction is build new bridges. We have to have the type of understanding of Africa and the type of understanding of our people here in order to build a bridge, a contact, a line of communication between the two. And once the lines of communication have been established and our African brothers can, can, can uh, stretch forth their hands and reach us, and we can stretch forth our hands and reach them, why there's nothing that this blue-eyed man in this country will be able to do to you and me successfully from that day onward. I don't think when a man is being criminally treated that some criminal has the right to tell that man what tactics to use to get the criminal off his back. When a criminal starts misusing me, I am going to use whatever is necessary to get that criminal off my back. Don't 
they are a gospel. I don't care whether it's a religious gospel, a political gospel, an economic gospel, or a social gospel. If it's not going to do something for you and me right here, right now, to hell with that gospel. So we have to have a new approach, a new appraisal. And this new appraisal and new approach has to be in tune with the reality of the conditions that we are special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. 